This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hello and welcome to Pop Vouchers, a pop culture podcast by The Straits Times. My name is Jen Lee, and today I am here to wrap up 2021. Okay, by the time you listen to this, we would have um, already said goodbye to 2021 and walked into 2022, but I am recording this on December 30th. So in my personal vacuum of time right now, uh, I am still in 2021. And I am here to wrap up some of my favorite, like, it's sort of like a year in review, like, sort of um, what are the biggest, like, entertainment stories to me. Uh, so to start off, I would say that on, like, a very personal, like, pop vouchers note, this year the podcast went through a big change because, as you know, um, my former co-host, and uh, he will always be one of the co-founders of this podcast, is uh, Sam Joe, and Sam Joe left this year. And we have managed to pick ourselves up in the wake of him and his long shadow and um, do continue doing the podcast and continue producing, hopefully, uh, I think, um, content and episodes that people enjoy and like. Um, so always and forever, Samjo, we love you. And, um, you know, we miss you. And yeah, Pop Vouchers is still around and still alive. And okay, now we're going to go into some of the things that I thought really like shook entertainment this year, okay? And yes, we will get to Wang Li Home, everybody. You just know he's going to be on the list, right? Come on, we just talked about him last episode. Anyway, okay, I will not be ranking any of these stories because like I feel that they were all important in like different ways and they were all like juicy in different manners so it's very hard for me to pick like which one above which one also some of it is a bit um is actually a bit like somber so uh you know i feel like it's not right to like rank them or anything like okay so let's go ahead and get started should we just get the somber stuff out of the way first because i feel like you know we we get through the hard stuff, then we get to the slightly easier things, like okay, all right. So this year, I think, um, you know, again, there were people accused of sexual assault, and uh, this year, the very, very big news, I think, is Chris Wu, who is a pop star in China. Um, he's actually Canadian, I think, by nationality. Um, Chris Wu used to be from EXO, the South Korean boy band. He has left a long time ago, so um, please do not drag EXO fans into this. But yes, Chris Wu um, got accused of sexual assault and like, um, you know, dating and sleeping with underage women uh, by an influencer named Tu Meiju. And he has since been arrested and I don't think we'll be seeing from him anytime soon at all. Um, so that's great because, you know, we don't need we don't need predators like lurking amongst us. And we also don't need like predators to be like on TV and earning a lot of money while they are using their fame and power to uh, do illegal things, right? So, okay, another thing that happened uh, that's sort of related to the Chris Wu thing, but not totally, is just things that went down in Chinese entertainment. Like, I just put it under, I like, literally, the hater is just China because, like, so many things happened this year in Chinese entertainment. Like, um... You know, there was a big crackdown, I think, on the entertainment industry. Um, like, very major cancellations, very major, like, blacklisting of celebrities. Um, a lot of bans went into effect this year. And just, yeah, it was a very intense year in Chinese entertainment. Like, aside from Chris Wu, we got the really mysterious cancellation of Vicky Chow, who, like, played Little Swallow in um, My Fair Princess. 
at so she's like a big A-list person and like has been like just has been around forever and then she got cancelled and nobody knows why till now. And then we got like the the merciless cancellation of Word of Honor Star Jiang Han, which um apparently was not ordered by the government, but yeah, just that look, there's a lot of stuff there. I'm not gonna get into it. I kinda briefly got into it a few episodes ago, so you can go uh, listen to that. There was also like the takedown of like Via, who is the live streamer seller. Um, Via is like huge in China. Like if you are ever like on Weibo or Taobao or anything, like you would know Via and like Li Jiaqi. Like they are the live stream sales that they basically do. They sell products lah, right online. They're basically like very 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 successful salespeople. And Via got fined like doing like two hundred million sing or something like some insane amount for tax evasion so like yeah that was really that was like a big news that like, yeah 287 million sing dollars for tax evasion like imagine how much money she earns so yeah so that was a big deal um you know there will be no more like idol production competitions um china also kind of criticized um uh, boys love adaptations like Win of Honor um, so I think it'll be very hard for like more boys love novels to get adapted in the future like I don't know about the things that are still filming like because there are still like there are quite a few big projects that like us are like already in production like the the live action adaptation of Heaven's Official's Blessing which is like Tianguan Cifu, uh from the author of um, Dao Shi, which got adapted into The Untamed in 2019 um, so like I think it would be very hard to for, for boys love novels to get adapted in for like going forward. But I don't know what would happen to the things that are already in production. I hope they still get aired because like people really put effort into it. And um yeah, and then there was like all that thing about like not having effeminate male stars appear on screen, which I thought was just like not great. Like it just feels like a narrowing of like beauty standards and everything. So yeah, I mean. It has been a very, um, I think it has been a very uh, censorious year in Chinese entertainment. A lot of crackdowns happen. Um, and yeah, I hope that Chinese entertainment products can still find a way to be engaging and to be interesting. I'm sure they can. Um, yeah, so I, I have hope, even if it is diminished, but I have hope that, you know, we can still enjoy there will still be good things coming out of Chinese entertainment it's a big country there are people doing good work I hope they get a platform to shine la. yep okay moving on from the somber stuff uh, okay so this year what else really rocked I think 2021 like really earthquake like shook our world um, I think locally right uh, definitely the NOC saga which I did an episode on the 9 hour cinematic saga so like I, it ultimately began as like a workplace health and bullying issue. Like, um, NOC employees. NOC is a local like YouTube outfit and uh used to be run by uh the the former couple Ryan and Sylvia, but they split in like twenty twenty if I'm not wrong, and like things apparently have not been good given what we now know. So um, a lot of employees came out to accuse. Sylvia of like very harsh language in the workplace and workplace bullying and Sylvia was like dragged through the mud and then like a lot of like this came with like receipts and like videos and like um like for leaked phone conversations that kind like leaked voice messages so it was really intense 
and then Sylvia went for a sit down with like Xia Xue. Like, it was like, I don't know, it was longer than Venom. It was like uh, maybe a two hour long interview. Sat down with Xia Xue and like talked about her side. But I feel like after the Sylvia um interview, it just devolved from like a workplace bullying and health issue to just like Ryan and Sylvia litigating the specifics of their divorce in public which was just deeply unnecessary. Like, we did not need to know about their sex lives. We did not need to know about um, the cheating allegations, you know. So, yeah, whatever. Like, I hope that, um, again, investigations in that case apparently are still ongoing because Sylvia was accused of, like, late payments and um, just, like, not treating her employees well. So that's kind of like a HR manpower issue and apparently authorities are still investigating. So I hope that, you know, everybody who has been wronged and there's any employees who have not received their due payments or, you know, get uh, what they deserve. And I hope that we just don't need to learn more things about their divorce anymore. I hope we will never have to hear about Ryan and Sylvia's divorce anymore from here on out. All right. Okay. And then, hey, speaking of marriages and like divorces, right? I think this year, another big thing that happened was like a lot of marriages slash like divorces happen in entertainment. So like locally, um, there was Rebecca Lim and Desmond Tan, right? Who both like got married in like fairly surprise manner. I think like Kimberly Cha or something also got married. So like a lot of people got married, but I really, Specifically, I was like very shook by the Rebecca Lim one because um, the Rebecca Lim one prompted some really emotional social media posts uh, from her rumored former boyfriend, Ian Fang, who is another media corp actor. And uh, yeah, Ian Fang did not react well to the news at all. It was very like, it, there were a lot of emo posts about like how like he posted this short, this, this screenshot of a song called Jia Bing by Zhang Yuan, which is like guest. I think that's how it translates. And like the lyrics are all about like, you're getting married and I'm just a guest. Like it's all about like watching a former lover get married. So it's like very weird that he kind of, like he kind of admitted to dating Rebecca Lim uh, through his reaction, right? From, from, to all of this saga. Um, but he has since deleted the the the, the offending uh, social media posts, and he says that he's dating someone new, which seems to me like such a weird flex because, like, it's just very weird when like you react super emotionally to your supposed ex getting married, then like you turn around and immediately be like, "I'm actually dating someone new, by the way." <laughs> like, okay, it's like one of those guys on Tinder, who like. They like try and get you to come out, like try and get you, like they like confess to you or what, right? And then you're just like, oh, sorry, you know, I really feel that I'm not ready or like I, I prefer to keep us as friends. And then immediately the guy is like, it's okay, whatever. It's not like I thought you were very pretty anyway. You know, it's just like a weird, spiteful comment to say. But you know what? We, we don't know what went on. Maybe he really never dated Rebecca Lim. Maybe he really has a new girlfriend that he's very happy with. I hope all the media corp celebrities live good lives, okay? Should we just put it that way? Yes. Um, okay, then divorces why divorces wise, we will get to Wang Li Home later. And then there was also Barbie Shu, which is like getting a lot of traction on like Weibo. Cause like whenever I like go to Weibo, I always see like the hot search. There's always like um uh Barbie Shu's ex-husband Wang Xiaofei on it. 
So Bobby Shu is like a Taiwanese host, and um, um, Wang Xiaofei is her Chinese businessman husband. But Wang Xiaofei is like kind of famous in his own right, even though he's not technically a, a, a an actor or a singer or anything. He's just sort of like famous, firstly by association to Bobby Shu, and also famous because he like appears on like variety programs with her and all. And anyway, um, apparently Wang Xiaofei. There are allegations that Wang Xiaofei cheated on Barbie Xu during the marriage, and that's why they got divorced. And there's like videos and like photos of him going home with this like girl. I think she's an influencer or something like a Chinese influencer. And um, like that, like there are allegations that he cheated on Barbie Xu with this woman lah. And then he keeps like denying it, but like pictures keep coming up. <laughs> And it just keeps dominating the hot search on Weibo, which I find like very weird. I thought like this divorce wouldn't. I just didn't. I just didn't think that Wang Xiaofei had that much clout in Weibo to like dominate the hot search for so many days. Anyway, yes. Um, after we're done with marriages and divorces, I feel like this is a good time to talk about a couple that has broken up and gotten back together, which is Benifer. They are my favorite. Gossip story this year, hands down, Ben Affleck, Hollywood A-lister Ben Affleck, and Hollywood pop star like global pop star Jennifer Lopez getting back together is my single favorite story of twenty twenty one. Okay, like there's no argument here. I love it. I love it completely. So in case you don't know, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez dated. Um, in the early two thousands, I think only for about two years, but they were a complete like power couple to the max, and they were so like I mean they were both very famous, and also like they were both so showy about the relationship. Like Jenny on the block, that MTV, that like music video of Jenny on the block, Jennifer Lopez's song, has like Ben Affleck in it as her boyfriend, and they do like this outrageous thing like they go on a yacht and then he's like um kissing her butt like it's it's great like i love it like it's so showy as a as a celebrity relationship which is very rare like a lot not all celebrity couples are like this like they don't all provide like this level of like um just entertainment for the masses which is amazing right that benefit is doing this so after like two years, um, they broke up. Like they were engaged, and like Jennifer Lopez had like this pink diamond ring that was like a big deal. Like everybody was like, "Oh my god, she has a pink diamond ring." People thought it was tacky, but you know what? I don't care. Like it's great entertainment. Then she had this pink diamond ring, and then um, they didn't work out, so they broke up. Apparently, it was because like was it? I vaguely remember it was because Ben Affleck went to like a strip club or something. I can't remember. It was just like it didn't work out well, and they broke up. But, like, in the years after, like, Jennifer Lopez would be like, oh, you know, Ben was when I really felt like my heart was broken and everything. And she's been with other people. He's been with other people. He's ma- He's been married to other people. She's been married to other people. And then so many years later, they get back together and they are still so showy. I love it. Like, on, like, is it, is it her 52nd birthday? Like, she was on Instagram taking all these, like, beauty shots of herself because Jennifer Lopez is damn hot. Like, she really, like, is super in shape. Like, I admire that woman so much because she really does not, like, she's so disciplined. And so she was, like, doing all these, like, beautiful body shots. And then, like, the last shot was just her and Ben kissing. Amazing. Amazing. I love it. And then they keep, like, appearing together at different places. They keep, like, making out in public. I love it. Okay. 
I love this story because it's so like nobody is hurt, nobody dies, nobody, you know, is just like in a bad state. This is just great celebrity couple entertainment. I love it. Just great gossip. It's like feel-good gossip, right? So I really my favorite gossip story of 2021 is Benefer, hands down. All right, moving on. And I cannot believe this because I cannot believe this actually happened this year. Because like, what is time? What is 2021? Did that happen? Was it just all in our minds? But um, Harry and Meghan going on Oprah was this year. Can you believe it? It was like early this year. And it was just like a an amazing moment. Because do you still remember Oprah asking like, Meghan, were you silent? Or were you silenced? I loved it. I loved it. Okay, just like masterclass from Oprah on like how to like interview people and get like the best reactions. And also it was like amazing because it was Harry and Meghan literally going scorched earth on the royal family. It was literally like, yeah, somebody asked me how dark my baby's skin was going to be. So she really like altered them as like, like, pretty racist individuals and it was really really genuinely such bad press for the royal family and let's just put it this way it has not been an easy couple of years for the royal family because um not to be too sympathetic to them you know they are royals after all but um the crown season four came out in november 2020 so like people were already watching this is the season where diana first appears and look, man, Princess Diana and, like, if you want to tell the story of Princess Diana, the British royal family is just going to come off looking really bad because they essentially put, like, a 19-year-old woman into this, like, truly overwhelming situation and, like, gave her very little help. And, um, you know, Charles cheated on her. It was just, it, like, look, it was not great, you know, so... The royal family is already suffering from bad press because everybody like got like everybody had to like relive the Diana era through the crown. And then someone like this year was also the year Spencer came out. Um Spencer has not come out in Singapore yet, but it has already come out in uh, North America. And Spencer is the um like biographical film of Diana. It's not super like biographical, I think it's sort of like a fictionalized biographical film of Diana. Uh, played by Kristen Stewart actually she has received rave reviews for the role Um, yeah so like this was the year that Diana like Princess Diana as a concept was so vivid in people's minds so people were already like riled up against the royal family and then you look at like Harry and Meghan coming out to say like they did not care about my mental health they you know I, I was really so stressed out Um, they didn't ha- like offer help to me uh and they didn't protect me and Harry. They didn't protect my baby. Like, they asked me what the skin color of my baby was going to be. So it was just like, it was really bad. And it was also amazing because it's so rare to see, like, it's so rare to see, like, a member of the royal family actively coming out to be like, this is really untenable. And I think the last time we saw that was Diana, right? So, yeah, um, bad year for the British royal family. All right, now moving on to um, other parts of Asia, uh, specifically South Korea. This year was the year of the Squid Game fever, y'all. It was like, honestly, like South Korean um, dramas and series and like films have really 
broken through, I think, um, like Hollywood and like just have really become a big, um, like a big cultural phenomenon across the world. Because, yeah, I mean, Squid Game was the most watched series on Netflix ever. Like this ever, like it beat out like Bridgerton, beat out like Witcher and everybody like, it's Squid Game, you know? I mean, like, personally, do I think Squid Game is an amazing series? Not really. Like, I understand why it captured the culture because it's very memeable, right? It's very colorful. Um, the, the games are very memeable. Like, you can easily, like, make viral challenges out of them. Um, so it was always, like, poised, I think, for, for, like, memes and, I think they didn't, I mean, like, I don't think anyone at Netflix or anybody involved in Squid Game really expected it to become as viral as it did. But yeah, I thought it was really, um, I thought it was, it was very nice to see like an Asian, um, entertainment product getting so much love and getting so much attention across the world. Um, but personally, if I had to recommend a South Korean series on Netflix this year, I would recommend Hellbound which I thought was really, really good. And um, it's like a lot darker, but I also feel like it's um, it's a story that's very interesting and told very well and told with restraint, which is not something that, um, which is not that, that common like in storytelling. Like it really had a lot of restraint. Like it didn't, um, you know, I'm not going to spoil it. So, you know what, just go watch Hellbound. There's six episodes. It's even shorter than Squid Game. I'm sure you can do it. But one thing that Hellbound does not have that Squid Game does have is Weha Jun. And guys, Weha Jun really just, yeah, Weha Jun is, yeah, he's really hot. I mean, like, I feel like people discovered Gong Yu, like, people outside of Asia discovered Gong Yu and were like, oh my god, Gong Yu. But, like, to me, it was like, I mean, Gong Yu has been around forever for me, right? So, to me, it was like, oh my god, Weha Jun. So, yeah, guys, um, you can follow him on, uh, Instagram. He does post uh, really amazing photos of himself, both uh, clothed and topless. Alright, now, moving on to other South Korean news. Okay, so right, I just like kind of lumped like South Korean news under one category, like under one thing. I cheated because like I feel that nothing, aside from Squid Game, nothing else like really stood out to me as a big like K-pop slash K-drama story. But there were like things that were I feel was smaller, but still made a big, like still made a splash. So things like, um, this year was like a big wave of bullying accusations. Like a lot of idols got accused of bullying and like, there was like a lot of back and forth on that. And, um, you know, like to be specific, you can go look into things like Jisoo. I think Jisoo was a South Korean actor who got accused of bullying and then he had to like pull out of the drama. He got changed midway through the drama actually because he's like cancelled. This was also the year of like the Kim Son Ho abortion scandal, which if you don't know who Kim Son Ho is, um, he's a K drama actor and he's been around for a while, but he's never really like made it big or had a huge hit until I think Startup in twenty twenty, in which he was the second male lead and like people really liked him. And then this year he finally like made it to first male lead, right, as hometown cha cha cha, as the lead of hometown cha cha cha, which was like a big deal like people really loved hometown cha-cha-cha and i get it because it's like a very soothing like romance and like it's set in a very scenic like seaside town and he's like hong banjang in it and he's like very cute and people loved him and then just like 
as hometown cha 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 ended, just as like at its last episode, and then like this woman came out to allege that Kim Son Ho bullied her into getting an abortion after getting her pregnant, like supposedly his ex girlfriend lah. And then people like immediately, so like Kim Son Ho really Kim Son Ho went through like an emotional roller coaster that I think very few people will go through in their lives in like in the span of one week, because it's literally like. He got accused of it. Then he got pulled. Like, his ads got pulled. And then people were like, oh my god, is Kim Sono like, going to disappear from entertainment? And I think Kim Sono probably thought that as well. Because, like, literally everybody thought he was gone. Like, everybody believed that that the woman truly, you know, got bullied into getting an abortion, lah, right? And then, like, Dispatch or something came out with, like, a counter, like, report to what the woman said. And turns out that Kim Son Ho and the, the, the lady they really did date. Like, they truly were former couple, like, a former ex-boyfriend and girlfriend relationship. But that, and that she got pregnant, but that the abortion was, like, a mutually agreed upon thing. And Kim Son Ho was very, um, actually offered, like, he actually was like, I'll take responsibility, you know, whatever you choose. And he was actually very understanding throughout the whole situation and it was not how the lady portrayed it to be and now he's kind of he's still lying very very low but his ads have come back and I think he's not getting pulled from his projects that were in the pipeline so he was still come back he was still act and everything um and then this year was also the year of like the second generation comebacks guys this year was the year like Tara came back this year was the year like 2 p.m. came back. Listen to my heart be spitting for you. You know, like 2 p.m. And then 2 a.m. came back as well. So like this is a great year for people who were alive in 2009 and into K-pop because yeah, a lot of them came back and I thought it was very sweet. Like I really have a thing for like old like boy band slash girl groups. I really have a thing for old idol groups because I feel like like older idol groups because I just feel like they're so chill. And it's great. I love it. I love the chillness like that older idol groups approach the activities with. So yeah, I love that very much. And okay, an honorable mention that didn't make it into top 10, but I personally want to include it because I found it hilarious is um, Nicki Minaj and her cousin's friend's swollen testicles. <laughs> I'm sorry. This sounds ridiculous, but you just got to know the context. All right. So for context, right, Nicki Minaj, the rapper, sort of went down a little bit of a anti-vaccination thing on Twitter. Okay, so um, Nicki Minaj, you would know her from things like, what, Super Bass, I think. That's the song I know from her. And um, so she's a rapper, right? And she was, like, scheduled to attend, like, several events, but she dropped out. And then she later on went online to explain why she dropped out. It's because those events required, to get, required the attendees to get vexed. And she hasn't gotten vexed. And she explained that she has not gotten vexed. Because, like, this is the exact tweet. It's it's a it's a rich text. So I'm going to ask you to just follow through with me as I read you her Twitter. Uh, by the way, this tweet has not yet been deleted. So it's still out there. So I'm going to read you exactly what she wrote as to why she did not get the vaccine, okay? My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friends was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl caught off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied. Guys, this is what Nicki Minaj actually said. So like, can you believe 
that she actually she actually said that if you get the vaccine, your your testicles might get swollen. Which guys, doesn't it seem like his cousin's friend probably just got a sexually transmitted disease and didn't want to tell his fiance? Like, doesn't that just seem like what happened? Anyway, um, so it was amazing because like this set off a firestorm, right? Because like Nicki Minaj went online and said that the COVID nineteen vaccine gives you swollen testicles, and like. The Trinidad and Tobago health minister actually like criticized Nicki Minaj. She was like legitimately pissed off. He actually said like, this has been a waste of my department's time because they tried to verify her claim that somebody got swollen testicles. So he was literally like, excuse me, I had to spend time making sure what was what she was claiming was either true or false and said that like, you know, you, this like this is insane. Like I had to waste so much time running down this false claim. Nobody has reported this adverse side effect from the COVID nineteen vaccine as of now. So like, yeah. So like she got she got trash la, for it rightfully, and it was great because like people were just like making a lot of jokes. Anyway, it was just a great moment in like just pop culture because it was so weird. It was just genuinely so weird and so hilarious because honestly. Look, man, Nicki Minaj, your cousin's friend probably fooled around and got an STI. He got to get that checked and he got to get that, you know, fixed. But that's probably why the girl's not marrying him because he cheated on her. All right, now moving on. All right, after the honorable mention, we have just two things left. One is the best and one is the worst. I want to end the year on a good note. So I'm going to start with the worst first. Of course is Wang Li Home, guys. This is the worst in a sense that it's juicy, but it's like probably the worst downfall of a celebrity I have seen this year. And it's Wang Li Home, guys. Goes to show, right, that you never know what will become the biggest news until like the very end of the year. Because everyone was like doing their wrap-up and like getting ready to like just, you know, close off the year, set off into Christmas, sail to New Year. You know, everybody was like getting ready to like hibernate for like, you know, the end of year. And then Wang Li Hong's ex-wife comes in and just drops a bomb. And it's like, Wang Li Hong is not the person you guys think he is. He is not some quality idol. He cheated on me multiple times throughout the marriage. He solicited prostitutes. He's an absent father. He did not give me the money I deserve. Like, he, he she just, like, went off on him. So, for more, like, information on that, I did a 55-minute episode on Wang Li Hong, uh just last week. So, please go listen to that. I can't believe I talked for 55 minutes about Wang Li Hong, a faded, like, Mendo pop star. Um, yeah, it's really amazing how much we didn't know about Wang Li Hong that we learned in, like, the last few weeks of 2021. And I think he's probably pretty much ruined. I, I He will never be able... I mean, he's really 45. He wasn't... He wasn't going to be like as famous as he was in his like 20s and 30s but yeah like he's not he's not really making he's not gonna be able to make a strong comeback regardless so yeah that's definitely the worst story of the year all right the best story of the year and i really want you guys to just like hold your breath for a moment and then explode in applause because Britney is freed, guys! Britney is freed! Britney Spears, the pop star who has been under conservatorship for 13 years 
unable to control her money, unable to like make her own decisions for herself, for her health, for her life, for her children, for her money, she has finally broken free of those constraints. She was kept under like such tight like control for so many years, even though she was like earning so much money. But yeah, like finally she's made it. Like she has come like come out of the cage and she's it's like really amazing sometimes when you read like what Britney Spears posts like she's just genuinely very happy that she gets to drive somewhere and like just buy a coffee because like she wasn't able to drive before apparently like she was kept under such strict restrictions right so yeah I'm so glad that Britney Spears the pop star that we have like grown up listening to and loving is finally free from her father Jamie Spears from people who want to have vested a financial interest in keeping her away from any control of her money. So I'm so glad and I'm very, very happy that this happened in 2021. And I hope that, you know, we, this shines a light on like the conservatorship issue and how it's really right for abuse. And I hope like, you know, going forward, we can just be kinder to women because honestly, I feel that Britney Spears was very much a victim of like a very, very misogynistic um, culture in the 90s and early 2000s where, like, women were shamed for their sexuality. Women were, like, just, like, women were shamed for their bodies constantly, shamed for their sexuality constantly, shamed for being too sexy, being not sexy enough, and just, like, not, mental health was not taken seriously. She was clearly going through, like, a bad space, but, you know, that was not taken seriously. We just mocked her and everything. So, so again, you know, very, very happy for Britney Spears. And again, let's just all be kinder to each other in 2022. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, that's all for this year. I hope that going to 2022, everybody can be happy and healthy and doing whatever their heart enjoys. And, you know, I hope we can have more things to share in 2022. Look, man, people are going to mess up in 2022. We're going to get scandals in 2022. And I will be here with you every step of the way. I will let you know exactly what went down. And I promise you that, you know. So, yeah. Thank you so much for going through an entire year with pop vouchers and listening to me talk on and on endlessly and not tiring of my voice. Uh, maybe you're tired of it. I don't know. Please don't tell me if you're tired of it. I'll be very hurt. Um yeah, so thank you so much again. And you know, if you need um to if you want to tell me anything, if you want to ask me what I'm doing next year, if you want to give me topic ideas, you can slide into my DMs at Genly Writes on Instagram, or you can email me at genly at sph.com.sg, or you can um email us at podcast at sph.com.sg. Alright. So this was Pop Vouchers for 2021. See you guys in 2022. Bye-bye. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A W E D I O.